The Black and Abdallah podcast is brought to you by Fry the Coop. Their double fried chicken sandwiches at Fry the Coop can make you have feelings, intense feelings. The spicy butter one will make you feel happiness. Yeah, that's right, happiness. Fry the Coop, the best chicken sandwiches ever. And now the Black and Abdallah podcast. Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears. Chicago ESPN Chicago. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Mike and Abdallah. Live from the old National Bank Studio. WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. So here's the deal. I think there are two separate things that could be happening. You can appreciate Sammy Hagar. You can also separately acknowledge that Van Halen was better with David Lee Roth. I can't listen to the, those. Are two separate thoughts. I can't. You, listen you can to say Hagar can is fine over here. No, that's a fun song. Mm-mm. There's nothing wrong with it. I feel like Sammy Hagar was better before he joined Van Halen. That's probably true. You can like both. You don't have to pick one or no, the other. I pick sides. When it comes to right, Van Kevin? Halen, you can you we can pick, si- we well, pick sides. Listen, David Lee Roth was better. I give you that. Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You can still appreciate Sammy Hagar, no. though. Mm-mm. I got a little solo Hagar here if you guys wanted a little extra. Abdallah, it's up to you. I like solo Hagar. So, so what's the problem? Uh, he's going to play 50. We already did this song for Song of the Night. That's fine. It's still a good song. Look at me. I'm wild. I can't be contained yeah. by the speed limit. Yeah, look at that. Oh, you like the speed limit? No, I Loser. just I don't need a song about it. It's badass. Yeah. Well, why are you so angry? I like my songs about driving like Offspring's Bad Habit. That's, hey, more, that's more my speed. Are you okay? Wait, wait, why so negative? I'm not negative. I just don't like Sammy Hagar. It's a great night in the city. Look at all the people out here in front of the Chicago Theater. It Look is. at this guy. He's giving me a no, thumbs down. No Sammy Hagar? Yeah. yeah see? Right. So see? He's, this he's guy's out with Hagar. <laughs> he's out on Hagar like me. Yeah. I don't need a song to tell me that I can't. don't need like to drive the speed limit. Look at me. I drive fast. I don't know. Anyone that's friends with Guy Fieri is cool in my book. Sure about that? Yeah. Okay. I don't know who his friends are. Maybe I should look into that. I want to look into some things. Oh, what's he doing now? I'm just saying. He's not at uh, Triple D. He's not as driving. Oh, he's still, tri- he's still Triple D and all over the country. He is? Okay, yeah. so what's wrong with that? Just look into his friends. Oh, no, really? Yep. The orange guy? Yep. Oh. All right. Door one or door two. <laughs> He likes him because he's the same color as his hair. <laughs> Tio's an Elgin. What's up, Tio? No, door one or door no, two. No, I picked Tio. I'm not playing your game anymore. Hello, Tio. Good morning, guys. Afternoon, sorry, I got confused. Good evening. Um, Good evening to you, Tio. I guess two in the morning. Um, so it's like a, I got a question for you on, on soccer. Yeah. I'm yes. Sure. But can I ask you a little story about a Crystal Pepsi? Um, yeah. In 1993, when I was still in Mexico, I was working like a, a block from the border, and I wanted a Crystal Pepsi, but they were not selling in Mexico, so I just crossed the border, you know, and went to the, the store in front of the, the, the by the border, and then I came back to get a Crystal Pepsi to try it. So, <laughs> what'd you think? Did you like it? Was, Do you remember liking it? I like it. We I still got it in like a few years. Came back. Right? I remember, like maybe four years ago, came back. I went to get more. All I, right. I, I, I like it. 
Okay. Okay. I feel like if it's sweeter, pretty good. Uh, like you know, like Pepsi, like like soda around the the world is sweeter mm-hmm. than it is here. Yeah. So that it might it might be it might do better in like uh, more ethnic states. Nothing States is better than the uh, the Coke that they have in Mexico. Oh, dude, it's so good. Mexican the glass Coke is bottle. so good. Yes. In the glass bottle. Yeah, it's delicious. It's so good. I love it. I love it. They should do that here. That would be better. They sell it here. Do they? Yeah, you can yeah, buy it here. You can't like, it's not like you can just like yeah, get it in like Chick-fil-A yeah, across the street. Everyone should have it here. Like you can go to stores and get it though. You know, to a Mexican store, you can get it like uh, lot around in the city. There oh, yeah, go. that's true. You yeah. can get it. But I'm saying like when you're out, I would like to have that. Okay, I got it. Cool. So, my question about the Premier League, mm-hmm. you know, with uh, Man City losing on last, last weekend against Arsenal. Yeah. You guys think Ars- this is the Arsenal's year? Because I got a lot of friends, and I don't like Arsenal. And I think you guys, I think Kevin is an Arsenal fan. He is. Yeah. They always think, oh, the, the mighty Arsenal. And so, I just want to know what you guys think about that. Like, you think they're going to win it this year? Oh, Tio, on, on October 13th of 2023, I would like to say this is absolutely Arsenal's year. This is the year. Oh, yeah. This is Runaway the year, year that they, yeah, yeah. this is the yeah. year. This is absolutely our, congrats. Kevin, Good congrats. job, Kevin. Why do you have to be this congrats way? Congrats on winning the league, man. <laughs> Thanks, Tio. Thanks for the phone call. Congrats to you. No, Tio, they'll choke like is, they Tio. always do. It's, it's Arsenal. It's what they do. You better I mean, believe I, I texted Adam Sunday morning. I know too. he did. He, and, and listen, I'll tell you this. It's Arsenal's year. All right? They're not going to arson lull as they usually do. What about Tottenham? Could be Tottenham's year. They well, could Tottenham the top of the table right now. They could. It's what, also. What about Man United? Can we can we get a year? You might get relegated. Not going to get relegated. You could. You could be like Everton. Just be like maybe. I will say <laughs> being being below Crystal Palace right now is, is that's pretty that's pretty bad. <laughs> I love it. It's great. What do you think of that, Kevin? Below Crystal Palace. Uh, it's kind of embarrassing. Yeah. Yes, it is. It's the only place you can still get the Crystal Pepsi as well. Yes. Well, that's your uh, Premier League update. With Black Doll here on ESPN Way 1000. full circle, Kevin. In the ESPN Chicago app. <laughs> door one or door two? Let's go to Daniel in Naperville. What's up, Daniel? We go to door two. Eddie on the oh, north come side. come on. You're Hello, making Daniel Eddie. wait? Black and Abdallah, the best show on ESPN radio. Eddie, how are your plants doing? Uh... No, it's all done. I told you guys. He had the oil on his finger. You trimmed it all like up? That. You harvested? Hey, but that song by Sammy Hagar is awesome. Yeah. And, and you, know, yeah. you know what I'm into, so and yeah. all of that. I know I what mean, you're hey, into. Hey, let's look at it. <laughs> bon Scott, and, you know, with ACDC, then Brian Johnson, you know, I mean, yeah. Bon Scott was uh, phenomenal. You know, I mean, there's nothing that could beat him. But he came in and did that Black Album, and, you know, it was pretty good. Pretty you good. Know? Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. And so, uh, Eddie, have you ever been to Cabo Wabo? No, I haven't. Where's that at? Mexico? Yeah, can't, uh, in Cabo. I was in uh, Cozumel, Mexico on my honeymoon. It was one of the stops from uh, the cruise ship. I've been to Cozumel. It's awesome. Yeah, Cozumel was awesome. I had a great guy that took us on a, a tour on a snorkeling thing, and it was amazing. But nice. the the nicest water was the Cayman Islands that was at. Oh yeah. And but the funny thing was that when you were in town, there was all banks. Yeah. yeah well. 
You know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta put, put your, your money, put somewhere, your money right? somewhere, man. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. So, are you planting more plants, Eddie, or is this the one? Did you get no, the seeds? You gonna plant some more? One seed. I could not believe like how big. I mean, it grew like a tree. I mean, you yeah, know? that's what it's what, what it is. It's a plant. Yeah, it's good. So, I mean, I'm still waiting for you guys to, you know, have a a thing over here. We can do the show from here. Well, your house. I mean, it's not, yeah, my house. It's what not we, that big. Wait, are you are you going to pay the fee to have us broadcast from your house? Wait, there's a fee. Yeah, we we need like we need <laughs> yeah, two three we need two three bags. We need two three bags of that stuff. Yeah, we you you could uh, we could get you in touch with some people and you can purchase a remote if you'd like. Yeah, no, we can do a what uh, with uh, with the big man over there. Yes, the big man. <laughs> yes, the I feel like man. it would be like, what's the Conan bit? Uh, the uh, unaware gamer is that what it's called? It's called something like that, where he doesn't he doesn't play video games and he sits down and plays with yeah. someone. Like I would, I don't we, play we Call could, of Duty. We could play with Eddie, and we could play I, I Call of Duty. Uh, yeah. Did you hear about the big news today that Microsoft uh, finished the deal? Yeah, I saw that. they bought Blizzard. Yeah, sixty nine bill. Yeah, I saw so, that. So if I do anything and I was uh, Gates or whoever's controlling Microsoft. Mm-hmm. I'm like I'm making this exclusive to Xbox, and like every PlayStation player out there, you want to play Xbox anymore? Now we're thinking about buying units here. You're gonna have to buy an Xbox now. Yeah. Wait, is there still a rivalry? Oh yeah. I thought oh, yeah. most games were made for both. Most, yeah, everything's made for everything now. What's the rivalry over? What's the what, difference, Eddie? Black, they, own, they own uh they own Activision now, which was a huge acquisition. Yeah, I know. Right. It was billions and billions of dollars. So I'm thinking that uh that's a move that he he might make and it might turn the tides on this video game war from PlayStation to Xbox and So you're Xbox, you're solidified on the Xbox side. You you want this to end PS five? Is that the deal you you want PlayStation no, bankrupt? I, I don't. I, I love all gamers. You know, I've been uh, a Call of Duty fan from day one. I mean, okay. it, it, it it's my go to to stress out and everything. Just get on there, and I don't know if you've done it, uh, Abdallah. Probably he's done it, and it, it's just a treat. And the only problem is, is you sink into it, and you're you're like, wow, I've been playing this for three or four hours. Well, that's a good way to spend your day. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. So what do you guys think about the Bears? Win? Lose? Come on. I want to hear your picks. It's a song. Eddie, I don't know. I'm, I'm talking gaming we'll with give you. you our, we'll give you our picks on Sunday when we're in for the uh, pregame tailgate. I think they're going to play well. I think they're going to play well. Mike North picked uh, the Vikings to win this uh, weekend. Did we, you hear that? Yeah, we heard it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I I, I think the Bears will win. I think they'll they'll get this game. I think yeah. they're going to kind of start to turn the season around. Yeah, it, they might because you usually go against North's pick. So it was zero two last week. <laughs> Wait, was he? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> hey, what what else is going on tonight? What do you have planned? No, you know what? I'm just chilling, uh, getting some raindrops in my head here, and having a blue moon, and just you know, it's been a long day. You sitting, a lot of work. sitting in the backyard garage. Where are you at? No, just in the backyard. All right, that's nice. All right, you know, it's not raining, right? Not that's too what bad. Everyone could do relief stress. Well, it's, it's drizzling a little bit, but I always love the rain. When it rains, I go outside and get wet. That's it. Sound bad? You're listening to Black and Abdallah, ESPN Chicago.
This is Chicago's home for sports. It's Black and Abdallah. Follow us on the gram at Black and Abdallah and at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. He feels good. Trash. Black and Abdallah on a Friday night. All calls welcome. Friday night calls with Black and Abdallah at 312-332-3776. Daniel in Naperville, you're on ESPN 1000. Hello, Daniel. Hey, guys. How's it going? Oh, you know, it's going. Good. Happy Friday. <laughs> Happy so, Friday. Um, right. So this call is triggered by that that Minnesota dude in Desplaines or whatever the hell he was calling from. Anyways, so. Mitchell. Mitchell. Appropriate name for an anti-bear stand. Anyway, so, um, you know, I don't know if, you know, Justin Fields has or has not arrived, whatever. I don't think anybody knows. Um, I'll tell you that I was 100% off on him by the end of last year because it was clear that he couldn't read defense, he couldn't throw, um, at least not accurately. And the first three games of the season were, you know, 100% proof to that. Guys are wide open down the field. Uh, he's just not seeing them or not throwing them. Um, and then, you know, the Denver game comes, and by the end of the Denver game, of course, I'm off on him as well. By the end of the Washington game, I started to say to myself, you know, I wonder if this guy is starting to get it, and here's the reason why. I ignored it after the Denver game because Denver is trash and because you know, he blew it at the in the fourth quarter. But, you know, by the end of the Commanders game, I had to sort of admit that, you know, he's getting to his drop and he's ripping it. He's He knows where to go with the ball and he's throwing it. You know, there's no uncomfortable holding the ball. There's no jumping around in the pocket. There's no, you know, early leaving. I watched the All-22 myself. Um and, you know, there was a couple plays that, you know, maybe this or that, whatever, um, you know, but the reality is, is that there has been significant improvement. And people can sort of pull off the fact that, you know, oh, the commanders, right? The reality, I mean, they got a really good front seven, guys. I mean, I think most teams in the NFL would take that front seven. That, that front seven is no joke. Um, so it's not like he was, you know, secondary is not good. But it's not like he was playing against, you know, a terrible defense. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I think that the Minnesota fan, Mitchell, <laughs> he's struggling from what a lot of us fans struggle from, which is trying trying to see what we want to see instead of, like, what's actually happened. And he wants to see, you know, he doesn't want to admit the fact that the guy that has played seven of the last eight quarters is a different guy. I mean, he's a guy who knows where to go with the ball, who hits that back foot and rips it. And usually he's accurate with the ball. That's a different guy than the guy who we saw previously, right? Um, and so that, you know, that's kind of, I'm going to the game this Sunday. Yeah. And, you know, you got to see it for the next, you know, 12 weeks in a row, right? I mean, you got to see it. It's got to be on that level. You know, I'm not necessarily saying he's going to throw for 300 yards and five touchdowns or whatever, but you've got to see play like that consistently, right? Regardless of no excuses, right? 
the whole like nobody's open, that's BS. We all know it's BS, right? People are open. Okay, they got they got Komet, Mooney, and more are more than capable, you know, receivers. And and you know, Moore's outstanding. Mooney's a solid receiver, and Komet's a solid tight end. You know, no excuses. Guys are open. That's number one. Number two, the offensive line is not great. We know it's not great. It's banged up, whatever. But when you have time to throw the ball, like, what do you do with it? That's what I got to see for the next 12 weeks. And I'm Daniel, hopeful- I, I think you make some good points because I was with you in the logic of three weeks ago. We were here on the show and on our uh, Sunday morning pregame show saying, like, Justin Fields has to do it now. No longer can we wait. He needs to turn it on. He needs to start playing better. He played better against Denver. But then the fourth quarter, he's the reason they lost that game. That fumble, the return for the touchdown, the interception, they lost because of him. So it's like, okay, yeah, he kind of looked better, but and their defense sucks. I agree with you. After Thursday night, it felt different. Uh, just the way that they played the on the front foot the entire time, and it didn't seem to bother them when uh, the commanders started to come back. They they kind of were resilient, and they pushed through, and they got the win. Thanks for the call, Daniel. Appreciate it. I mean, I, I think what we saw in a very short amount of time was a quarterback who may uh, be on the path to to getting it and becoming a decent quarterback. Now, this all means nothing if he goes out and sucks against the Vikings. Yeah, I mean, look, it was two decent games. It was seven good quarters and one bad quarter, right? Like, you still have 12 games left. He'll tell us in 12 games, and he you will. have to. But we had the conversation three weeks ago saying, uh, at this moment, the Bears have to draft a quarterback number one. I still believe and it. And Justin Fields will no longer be here. I we still were talking it. about that. I, if the season ended today, I still believe that. At the moment. If he strings eight more games together, yeah, then it's like different. he did last week, then it's different. My opinion's going to change, and that's exactly the quarterback that we thought the mm-hmm. Bears landed when they drafted him. The problem is going to be like you have to absolutely know, absolutely know that this is the guy, that he's the guy, and he is going to be just as good or better than Caleb Williams because. To start to not, I don't think we have to have that conversation yet. We, mm, I don't think so. It's getting close. Okay, it's getting late early. SC plays Notre Dame tomorrow night, six thirty. Yeah, they're a road underdog. They're the ranked higher team. No, I understand. We'll see how that, that goes tomorrow night. I if understand. Caleb looks that. awesome. Then mm-hmm. we will continue to add that to that oh, database. Of course. And if Justin stinks, then now we'll add it to that. I don't think we're there yet. The, I think it's totally possible that we could get to the end of the season. And Justin Fields is still a better prospect for the future for the Chicago Bears than any of the quarterbacks coming out. Look, I think they, it's possible. Look back at if they beat the Vikings and the Raiders, and they hold their own against the Chargers and the Saints. They beat the Panthers. Well, I mean, to your to your Chargers point, the Chargers defense is twenty eighth in defensive I know. yards per play. Listen, I know. So, like that could be a back and forth game of where, where could the quarterback be. could excel. Of course, it could be. But now, you still New Orleans need to is be. really good defensively. That's going to be a tough game. The best case scenario for the Bears is still that Justin is the guy, and no one gets fired, and everyone. Is just okay. We hire a new defensive coordinator because Allen Williams resigned, and that's how you that you move on from there. Like that's still the best case scenario. You have the number one pick. 
you sell it for a boatload of picks, and you have your own first-round pick, which is whatever, 15, 16, 12, whatever it is, and you use those two picks, or you trade back, and you have three picks in the first round, or whatever it is, and you use that to build around Justin, to build up your defensive line, to build up your offensive line, to get a better wide receiver to pair with DJ Moore, to you know get better corners out there to help out the defense. Like, that's the most optimum situation. The most optimum situation is that we're having conversations about picking up the fifth-year option and extending Justin Fields and not starting all over with a new coaching staff and a new quarterback. I don't want that to happen. I want Justin to be the guy. But he still has to prove more than what he's shown. Like, we can't just end it, have a good game against the Vikings, and then we're in here on Monday and be like, well, he's got it. No, you still. I still need to see this again for a string of games against. And like you know how we've had callers too that call and be like, "Well, I need to see him come from behind and win." I don't need to see that. I need to see him win football games. If they're ahead in every single game the rest of the way and they go undefeated, awesome. If he's got to come from behind in a couple games, awesome too. Callers, I'll tell it to your face. We need to see that. I mean, I don't think I'm the one telling you that. I don't need a caller to tell me that. But I need to see that. We saw him do that last year, though. He didn't, they didn't win. They didn't win, but not all that was his fault. We we documented that last season. Okay. My point is, it would be nice to see him with some end-of-game heroics where he's the guy, he's the man at the end. Yeah. I mean, li- li- this, is, this is how it's going to go. If he plays really well and they beat Minnesota, the season's not lost. No. They still only have two wins, mm-hmm. if that's the case. But the Lions went 1-6 and six last year and almost made the playoffs. But the season's not lost. Nope. You lose to Minnesota. Mm-hmm. This weekend, and you look bad with the quarterback, the season's likely over. Yeah. And then next week here on the show, we can have the conversation. Should we be drafting Caleb Williams number mm-hmm. one overall? Who are we trading? That's that what we're going to do. Yeah, That's exactly right. what we'll mm-hmm. do. Ken in uh, Irving Park here on ESPN 1000. What's up, Ken? Hey, guys. How's it going? Love your show. Thanks, man. I just have a, I just have a quick question. And, you know, I listen to Waddle and Sylvie a lot. And I guess as, as a fan, I just want to know, what is the objective measure on whether Justin Fields is the guy or not? Because hypothetically, let's say the Panthers come in last, they have the, you know, the Bears had the first pick, yeah. but then the Bears, you win four or five games. You know, they, Waddle and Sylvie were saying that if, if he throws for 3,000 yards, 30 touchdowns, you know, we've seen that in the past before, you know, most recently with like Jameis Winston, and we've seen how fast they moved on from him. He also led the league in interceptions uh, the one year. But what is when you say, like, Justin is the guy, what is the objective measure you guys are looking for in your mind? Well, it's not – I don't think you, – you can't really look at numbers, right? Is he a quarterback that you win because of and not in spite of, right? Like, is he a guy that, like we saw on Thursday night against the Commanders – that he is the last Thursday against the commanders. He's the reason they won the game. Like he went out there, balled out deep throws to DJ Moore, you know, making quick decisions, not turning the ball over, getting rid of the ball instead of taking sacks. Like he's a guy that doesn't cost you games. He's a guy that you win with because of, and he's not just the guy that gets you there because obviously we know they don't have a good defense. So he's not going to be like Trubisky where, you know, you'd had a really good defense and you set up really good field position and you most of, you know, a lot of your points were coming from defensive turnovers and stuff like that. He's a guy that you're winning because of. I don't think you can just be like, well, if he hits 30 touchdowns, there you go. Or if he hits, you know, 4,000 yards, he's our guy. Like, I don't think you can do that. Right. 
I was just wondering because, like, if the Panthers have the first pick and, you know, let's say Justin, you know, there's a 50-50 shot that he is the guy, it's like, you know, you could sell that pick for a King's Ransom, but I, I don't think the Bears are in a position to jump back, you know, one to five, you know, one to six, like what they did this past season when they, where they jumped one to nine. You know, right. they, need, they need that blue chip guy. Even, yeah. you know, Marvin Harrison would fit perfectly into the system. Yeah, and they need a defensive edge rusher, too. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the right. call, Ken. Appreciate yes. you. Thank you, guys. I, I'd say this, Abdal, you know, just quickly scanning over the stats in the National Football League, You'd say, going into the season, where did we expect Justin Fields to kind of end up? I think you and I were saying, heading into week one, that we hoped he could be in the conversation to be around top 10. Like uh, we yeah, were like saying top like, top, like 10 to 15 mm-hmm. range, like yeah. if he could get to that. Mm-hmm. Well, as of right now, he's 13th in yards passing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's third in touchdown passes. And he's 12th in quarterback rating. Yes, but you can also watch him and say for the first three games, maybe he was doing it like, was he throwing for all those yards coming from behind? Was he throwing for all those for, was he throwing up garbage touchdowns? Well, you could do I'm, that. You could do that I'm, with any quarterback. My, my point is, uh, our last caller, Ken, was asking, like, how would you determine? I think if you went back to August and said, Hey, uh, five weeks into the season, Justin will be tied for third in touchdown passes. Mm-hmm. He'll be twelfth in quarterback rating, and he'll be thirteenth in yardage thrown from scrimmage. I think we would all agree across no, the board that he has improved. Yeah, right. Like he's taking that he's getting next better. step. Yes. But I want the conversation to not have to involve stats. I want the conversation oh, yeah. to when it we be, sit, It would be nice when, if we just saw it and like, oh, that dude's a dude. Like when we sit down and we go, all right, name the top, go through your quarter, like rank your quarterbacks. And by the time we got to 11 or 12, you're like Justin Fields. Like without having to look at stats, you're like, all right, Mahomes, Burrow, you know, like Rodgers. Like, and you're just going through the list and we get to like 11, you're like Justin Fields. Like, that's where I want to be. I don't want to have to look at numbers and be like, well, look at the Because then you're looking, you're looking at Kirk Cousins, right? And you're like, well, he's got great numbers. Okay, but he hasn't won anything. Like, he can't, he's not a winning quarterback. Well, like, Kirk Cousins is around a top 10 quarterback. Okay, but what, like... He's a successful quarterback. He's turned over the ball left and right, too. Yeah, I mean, like, ideally, if Fields can limit the turnovers like he has uh, in the last game against the Commanders... He didn't limit the turnovers against uh, Denver because no. he, he fumbled and then he also had the interception. Yeah. You can't do that. If he can limit the turnovers and he's third in touchdown passing, 13th around top 10 in yardage, 13th, and he's around top 10 in quarterback rating, then that at the to end me of is the a year, quarterback who's certainly on yes. the right path to being a legitimate starter. And at the end of the year, if you have those numbers, you'll be able to just say, yeah, he's like 12th, 13th, whatever. Block Without having to give the numbers. It's Friday night. All calls welcome at 312-332-3776. We'll be back. Chicago's home for sports. Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. I'd like you to meet someone who's really special. It's Black and Abdallah. A real inspiration. Follow us on the gram at Black and Abdallah and at ESPN underscore Chicago.
It should be a great weekend of football. Looking forward to the Bears and the Vikings on Sunday. Tomorrow, week seven in college football will kick off. You can start your day with Chicago's College Tailgate, 9 a.m. right here with Shay Norling and Tyler Aki. The guys will have you covered from 9 to 11 a.m. tomorrow morning. They'll have all the college football breakdown you need, and hopefully Shay will give a review of the Taylor Swift movie that he is seeing tonight. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, he is the, there. He is celebrating. Have you seen what's going on? No, what's going on? In these movies. Oh, they're, they're like singing along. It's Not like a only, full No, on, they all run up to the yeah, front. It's, all, and it's like, a thing. It's like the Rocky Horror Picture no, Show. No, it's worse. Do they throw stuff, too? I've never been to a rocky horror i've seen like clips you of them haven't? that seems exactly like your no, thing god no dude i what don't are you talk about listen i'm a theater kid but i'm not yeah. that much you've of a dated girls kid. who would definitely drag your ass to go no, see that stuff uh-uh. no 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 have no. you ever seen the room at uh, the music box no i've never just, i've never done that either what's the room the room is the one with um you're tearing me apart lisa yeah this supposed to be the worst movie ever made with and the then, little boy no 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 no. and they made the uh they made like a making of it with uh like seth rogan and James. oh that that movie yeah that's what, like a thing what's the name of the the movie with the little boy and the the lady that were kidnapped wasn't that room too yeah that's just called room <laughs> I thought that's what you guys are talking about. No. That's a little heavier. <laughs> I was yeah, going to say, one's a little why weirder, are they man? doing a showing at the music Let box them to out. them? Let them out. <laughs> the little boy thinks his whole world is inside of the room oh. that's that's actually a bigger room than the room that we broadcast from here. It is. Um, no, I've never, I've never done the Rocky <laughs> Horror or the room. That seems exactly like your no, style. God, no, dude. Ugh. Philly and Berwin, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Philly? Man, I'm so glad to be brought in here. I'm a theater kid, too, and I would not do Thank you. Uh, Thank Rocky you, Horror Philly. Picture Show. It's just too and much, also, man. Also, the room, the room is Tommy Wiseau. Yes. And that dude is insane. He is. And he funded that movie. Did you know that? Yes, yes. I do. I do know that. I've, I've actually watched the documentary about that. And then didn't they make, they made a movie yeah. with where James yes. Franco plays him, yes. right? Yeah, okay. they did. Yeah, yeah. A buddy of mine actually called Tommy Wiseau once and got him to, like, call him back and leave him a voicemail. No, Which okay. seems like a hard get, but was not a hard get apparently, at all. Apparently well, it's not. <laughs> this That's is awesome. absolutely not why I called in, but it's great. That's fine. Um, no, I was talking about evaluating fields, right? I think you have to look at pre and post Claypool. Because it seems like that dude was just super toxic. Yeah. And if that's who Fields' quote-unquote number two guy is, you know, behind DJ Moore, that's got to, like, mess with his, with his you know, evaluation. I agree with you, Philly, because I feel like uh, a football team can be like any workplace environment, and it's even more intimate yeah. than that because, like, you're you're seeing each other every day. You're literally hitting each other. Uh, you're going to practices. You're playing in games. There's a lot on the line. You're making so much money. You're traveling with each other, like all that kind of stuff. That when a guy is extremely toxic, and that guy, that toxic person is removed from the situation, it's kind of just like a weight off of everyone's shoulders. Yeah, because that looked like a completely different team the next week when he was not active. People felt right. like they were doing what they were supposed to be doing. I was like, oh, this this is the actual Bears. Okay, understood. Yeah, it seemed like everything kind of fit into place more, and they weren't forcing it to Claypool just to make him happy anymore. Thanks, Philly. Thanks for the phone call. Thanks, guys. 
Door one or door two, Abdallah? Door one or door two? Walking um, Abdallah Friday night. All calls welcome. Door one or door two? Go to James and Munster. James and Munster, you're on ESP 1000. How's it going? Hey, James, I, we're playing the game. All right. Hey, guys, how are we doing tonight? Go ahead, James. I got a, I, I got a, I got a triple dip here. Um, uh, in Abdallah without the H. Yeah. Is looking for Moan Frankfurt. He sent him a text, you know, trying to find out, you know, what's going on. So hopefully we'll get an update you know on him? that one. You, you know, know? You, got an you know Mo? You got an update? No, no. Abdallah, Abdallah with the H. Oh, okay. You know, I got you. Yeah, he he know he knows him. He knows, he knows him. Mo. Also, uh, okay. All right. Yeah, cool. He's, uh, he's also the other Adam Abdallah as well. Sure. Yes, the other Adam Abdallah. He's also he's also friends with Mo, but he's at work right now. So I. I hit him up and I said, "Hey, let's check on him." Yeah, we need Mo um, to call in. All right, we need it. We yeah, need we find need out. Mo. Where's Mo? Where's Mo? So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of do some, some sub, sub Mo notes. Um, <laughs> my question is some sub Mo notes. Here's my question. Um, so with Justin Fields, if if, if if he performs average, average, maybe a little above average, but we hold on to the first pick and get what, what's his name, Caleb Williams. Is yeah, Caleb. Okay, so so get him. Is is the coaching staff strong enough to to draft that quarterback at number one and let Justin Fields know this is just for our future. You're our right now. Is 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 the coaching staff strong enough to let Justin Fields be confident? You know what I'm saying? That he you're our number one right now, but maybe down the road. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I, I got you. To to have both players, if Fields is decent, and then they have to draft that number one pick in Caleb Williams I to feel, have both guys. I feel like the problem with that feel, is, James. Like passing on him would be a really bad idea. Well, James, the problem with that is, like, if Fields was, like, 29 or 30, you could be like, hey, man, you've only got a few years left. You're still good, but we're going to go out and get our future because we have this opportunity. He's twenty four. Like yeah. that's that, that, that's why that's why I'm questioning that, that's why I'm questioning the the coaching staff's ability to say, look, we love you, you're our guy, but we are going to get a strong backup for you. There's no way you're drafting really a backup quarterback number one you know? overall. Like you're not drafting hey. it. If you want to come in and say, hey, we're having a competition, then fine. But and then we'll trade whoever doesn't work out. But you're not. You're not drafting a backup quarterback number one overall to have him sit on the bench the whole year, two years. But that's money. That's money in hand. It does. He doesn't have to sit on the bench all year. That's money in hand. That's money in hand. I'd probably trade it because I'd like more picks and I'd like them to win now as opposed to having a guy who's not going to play. All right, I can appreciate that. I can appreciate that. Any other notes for us, James? <laughs> Uh, I flip over my page and I see that uh, <laughs> I, wrote on, I wrote on the back that uh, it was Wednesday on the page that I wrote on for my daughter. So, no, right. I guess we're good. All right. All thank, right. thank you, thanks, James. James. Appreciate it. Thank, thanks for the Take phone care, call. Guys. There Have is. a great weekend. There's James. And Alonso. you get the, the music. There you go. All right. Door one or door two, Abdallah? Where would you like to go? Door, door one or door two? Door one. We're going to Chase on the south side. Oh, Hello, you need to Chase. Open the door. What's up, fellas? Hello, Chase. Hi, Chase. Hey, hey guys, I, I'm gonna make. I want to get to the point because I know you, uh, I get complained that I don't get to the Chase point. Chase is underwater. Chase, we can't hear you, man. Chase, you're underwater your, your, your again, man. Your phone is underwater. You're you snorkeling. got flooded. In, you got flooded in with all the rain. You're looking oh, at fish man. under the water. Can you guys see me better now? Chase, you there? Chase. Yeah, can you guys see me better? Chase. 
Yeah, no, we got you, Chase. Go I got ahead. you, yeah. Okay, um, so I know we were all talking about the Bears, but... Hello? Um, I got a- Chase! Yeah, can you guys hear me? I can't hear him. Can you hear him? I think I have. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me better? Oh, now I got you. There Go you. ahead. Yeah, Go yeah, ahead, yeah, Chase. yeah. Go ahead. Okay, so I know, guys, we were all talking about the um, Bears, and I kind of want to switch it up a little bit and talk a little bit about the Bulls. Nope. Because I know... This is all you. Huh? Goodbye. All right. Go ahead, Chase. No, no. I just want to say, like, um, I know everybody was talking about the Bulls was stuck in, um, you know, basketball hell and everything like that. And I just want to know this, right? Um, Black, and you being a basketball expert, would you say, like, if Patrick Williams don't take that next step forward, I mean, he's the key for the Bulls to getting stuck out of this basketball hell because I feel like, with everything that's going on with the team, they just feel they feel like they want to run it back. But I just feel like with Patrick Williams' development, if he takes that next step and becomes that player that we all hope he becomes, wouldn't you feel like that finally would get the Bulls out of this basketball hell? Because yeah, of course, if they had someone that yeah. developed into a star, but, yes, absolutely. But, I, but, I'm, but the thing that really bothers me, though, here's the problem, though. They Chase, your phone is terrible, man. You need your a new phone. phone your man. phone is bad. You need to get in a better cell phone area that's not uh, in Lake Michigan. I'm sorry. I'm going to talk to my, my head. Hello? Yeah. Oh, Chase hung up. I couldn't hear him at the end, to be real. I was trying to. It was a basketball question. Yeah. About I, Patrick Williams becoming the star and then saving the Bulls. They're doing that again? What do you mean they're doing it again? They're, they're gonna they're gonna play again. Yeah, they're playing the Bulls. Yeah, preseason. What are they gonna do? Nothing. Oh, okay. Good. Did I just get the music? No, the Bulls did. Oh, okay. They they didn't do a damn thing in the off season. My Tory Craig. Okay. Oh, Tory Craig. I mean, he's a nice role guy, but like you know what's funny is like we're gonna get a thousand Bulls callers this season and say he's a nice piece. Ugh. You know that guy. Bulls I'm guy who... I'm sick of nice pieces. I know, nice piece guy. I'm so sick of nice pieces. How about you win? Get out of here, Bulls. I don't want a season of nice piece, you know, like... Because, like, Kobe White. Yeah. You know, like, someone's going to call, you know, hey, he's improving a little. He's a nice piece. Yeah? And? Can, can we do the Substack like, once a week, like, good question? I can't do a whole year of Bulls stuff. What do you mean a whole year? I can't go through a whole Bulls season again. They've, I, I can't. Get Javon Carter. We got Javon Carter. Nice piece. nice piece. I hate you both. I'm not doing... That's all I'm going to say. Every time we talk Bulls and you say a, talk about a person, be like, yeah, it's a nice piece. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not kidding you. When you listen to people talk about... I know. When you listen to callers call radio shows in this city, nine out of ten calls say the phrase, nice he's, piece. A, he's a nice piece. You know why? Because the Bulls have clockwork orange that statement into their brains we've got nice peace nice assets god how about you win some games above 500 try try to be above 500 how about make the playoffs no, no, no. I'm, the play I'm just in. asking for above 500 i'm saying it right now they're not making the playoffs again <laughs> again yeah they're not making the playoffs again what have they done what have I they mean, done i mean zach looks healthy Cool. He was healthy last year. Well, he's a nice piece. They added some nice pieces. This is 
Chicago's home for sports on FM 100.3 HD2, the ESPN Chicago app, ESPN 1000. A lack of lollygagging. This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Autonomous battlefield robots. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Follow the show on Twitter at Chris Black and at Adam A. Abdallah. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what, so what, so what's the scenario? Thank you to Kevin Zipak and Deshaun Graney for producing tonight's show, Black and Abdallah. We will return on Sunday morning. Well, Black and Abdal on a Sunday, 8 to 10 a.m. We'll get you ready for the Bears and the Vikings. And then we'll have the official Bears pregame show. Sylvie, Dion, and Lance from Gate O inside Soldier Field. We'll take over at 10 a.m., walking you into coverage of Bears and Vikings. You can hear the game with Joniak and Thayer right here on ESPN 1000. That's Sunday right here on ESPN 1000. So we'll talk to you on Sunday at 8 a.m. right here on ESPN Chicago. Also, Abdallah. Monday night, we will have Bears Night in Chicago, 6 to 8 p.m. with Eddie Jackson. This week, we'll be on the south side, 115 Bourbon Street in Marionette Park. So come on out, hang out with us. Monday night, 6 to 8, Bears Night in Chicago with Eddie Jackson. Play that caller for him. Oh, the caller from earlier? Yeah, the one that was like, where's he been? What's he been doing? He's right here. Uh, so we'll talk to you on Sunday. Black and Abdallah on a Sunday, getting you ready for Bears and Vikings. You know, it's time for our favorite segment of the week, Abdallah. It's called Good Question. And Good Questions brought to you by the Marquee Sports Network. Catch the Chicago Bears on the Marquee Sports Network all season long. It's where we ask questions to guests on the phone. When a phone interview guest responds with good or great question, you score a point. In 2023, what does our leaderboard look like today? Tom Waddle has 29. Sylvie has 18. Mike Gilligan has 11. And Jonathan Hood has 8. All right. Let's get to this week's edition of Good Question. You ask me a question, I'm going to answer it. Don't interrupt me, okay? What's your record for consecutive questions asked? 38. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? How could you ask me a question like that? Right? I'm on Burgundy? Who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? This week's edition of Good Question. How likely is it that after, Whoa, you know, let's say three years, things do start wow. to click? Is it, I mean, if you had to put money down on it now, is this an anomaly or is this something that truly you think that they will build upon and he will build upon? It's a great question. Slow week. Mm-hmm. Only one good question and Wad- this week. Waddle needs to get up and like tip the calf to the crowd for hitting 30. Hitting 30 bombs this week. He ta- takes this, the uh, base year. with him like yeah. he's uh, Ronald Acuna. <laughs> uh, good question. It's brought to you by the Marquee Sports Network. Catch the Chicago Bears on the Marquee Sports Network all season long. Yeah, Tom Waddle running away with it. Uh, he has a dynasty when it comes to good question. He has won three years in a row. Four, I believe four years, four in, years a in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Jonathan Hood won the first year. Yeah, this is our sixth year. And Waddle has gone on a four-peat mm-hmm. of winning good question. This year, he is out with a 
huge lead. We might run out of Michael Jordan images to use because you could use the four. I used the four last year. Yeah. We'll have the five, and then we'll have the one where he's going like this, where Jordan's, you know, the gif of him. We're celebrating six. Yeah. And then... Uh, so basketball is the wrong way to do it. It's, Waddle's more like a, a tennis player, right? He's ooh, like no Grand Slams. We're going for yeah. Grand Slams yeah. now? These, these are like Grand Slams wow. to Waddle. Carlton and Aurora, we're, uh, we're closing in on the end of the show. What do you think, Carlton? Hey, fellas. Thanks for taking my call. No problem, Hey, man. I just want to let you know, I am a moderate Bears fan. I used to love the Bears, but they're so... It pissed me off so much, but... Uh, uh, my son loves the Bears. He's 20 years old. He goes to University of Kansas. He gets so much guff about Justin Fields. He loves Justin Fields. I feel Justin Fields is a good talent. I, I love Jay Cutler. He got run out of town. He had some issues. I think Justin Fields has the same issue. My question is, I think I still believe if Patrick Mahomes came to the Bears, he would not do as well as he does as, as he is in Kansas City. So if the Bears, and I thought this last year, if the Bears struggle this year and they get the number one pick, I think that they should trade down and, and fix their O-line and D-line and then just keep Fields if he does well this year. Or they keep both Caleb and uh, Justin like uh, like Green Bay did or like uh, what I always think is like Breeze and Phillip Rivers, and sure, then they let yeah. Breeze go in the final year. So that, I wanted to ask you that question is that, I think it's interesting. I think they're going to get rid of the coaching staff. They get Caleb Williams and then just let Fields run it out. But I think Fields just needs to get some confidence and build on his success. I think he's got the ability to do so, and they never gave Cutler a chance. Too many great quarterbacks is not a bad thing. Thanks for the call, Carlton. We appreciate you. Right? Like, if they have two quarterbacks who are fantastic, I don't think that that's a bad thing. No, it's not. But I just don't. I don't see the franchise if just if they believe that Justin's the guy. I don't think they're taking Caleb Williams. I think they're trading him. They're trading the pick. I just don't see it because they're invested in Justin. They're going to have to give him a monster deal at in, at some point. Like they're just they're just not going to do it. Like Ryan Poles has proven that he's going to get value for the picks. Like he did that with the the number one overall pick last year. Right. And I think he would do if they believe Justin's the guy. They'll do it again. And the reason they got that extra pick. This year is because, this year. just in case, he's not the guy. Well, I mean, at the moment, C.J. Stroud looks pretty awesome. Yeah. Outside of that, Poles is kind of right. Like, wouldn't you rather have Fields and Bryce Young right now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about the other options that were drafted? Like, yeah, Fields I mean, is, yeah. is kind of like, oh yeah, that's the better option. Now, C.J. Stroud might be the dude. Mm-hmm. We'll find out. Mm-hmm. A couple of games. He, he's thrown for a lot of yards. I, I, I could see it. Yeah. All right, Sunday, we will be back from 8 to 10 right here on ESPN 1000. We will be previewing the Vikings and the Bears. The Bears need a victory. Uh, one win was great on Thursday night, but you need to get to, you More. need to start moving back towards 500. It's Black and Abdallah. We'll talk to you on Sunday. Hey, how about this, Abdallah? Carmen, oh. North Riverside, he wants to say goodnight to the people. All right, Carmen, go ahead. Good night, Chicago. Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Eberflus.